A reading from Jeremiah 20, 10 to 13. Jeremiah said, I hear the whisperings of many, terror on every side. Denounce, let us denounce him. All those who were my friends are on the watch for any misstep of mine. Perhaps he will be trapped, then we can prevail and take our vengeance on him. But the Lord is with me like a mighty champion. My persecutors will stumble, they will not triumph. In their failure they will be put to utter shame, to lasting unforgettable confusion. O Lord of hosts, you who test the just, who probe mind and heart, let me witness the vengeance you take on them, for to you I have entrusted my cause. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has rescued the life of the poor from the power of the wicked. That scripture reading was from today's first reading on the 12th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and I wish to read a short reflection by Peter Kreeft on those words. In today's culture, there doesn't seem to be any profit in being a prophet. The church looks like a non-profit organisation, but most of us in the church seem too cowardly, conformist and compromising to be prophets. But all the popes have spoken out consistently against the sins and errors of both the left and the right, because the church follows neither the donkey nor the elephant. She follows the lamb. She is both more conservative and more progressive than those who embrace those political categories, for she wants to conserve things that are far more precious than the things today's conservatives want to conserve, and she wants to progress the things that are far more progressive and far more precious than the goals of today's progressives. Meanwhile, our job is not to predict the future, but to be faithful in the present, to speak truth to power everywhere, especially where it is unfashionable and therefore most necessary. Will it work? That's not the question, and Jeremiah knew that. The question is, is it right? We don't know what will work, because we're not God, we do not know the future. But we do know what is right, because God has made that very clear through the three prophets he has given us to keep making good trouble for us by correcting us and reminding us until the end of time. And these three prophets are our church, our Bible and our conscience. And that short reflection is by Peter Kreeft. As I read today's first reading and read those words by Peter Kreeft, it got me thinking. At the time of this recording, we are experiencing a crazy world. The Russia and Ukraine conflict is still ongoing and God only knows if that will escalate further. And will we witness the introduction of nuclear weapons to these conflicts? In governments across the world, so often we witness corruption and dishonesty. In more and more locations across the world, society is embracing the evils of abortion, euthanasia, gender ideology, same-sex marriage, among other things. In Ireland, 
our government is in the process of attempting to introduce a hate speech bill where the term hate is not even defined. It leaves the door open for anyone to be arrested for anything. Our children are being introduced to a sexual education in schools that can only be described as distorted and evil, and the list can go go on if we wished. However, there is a particular danger that I wish to address today, and that is putting our hope and trust in particular human beings in power who, although they may be doing good, can sometimes be put on a pedestal and portrayed as gods or saviours. And it is easy to see how this happens if we get disillusioned with all of the evil in the world, and when anyone with any bit of a flicker of decency comes along, our complete hope and trust is put in them. We have seen this in particular in previous presidential elections, especially in the US. The trouble is though, that these people are still human beings with faults and limitations, who will sooner or later let us down. And that is not a criticism of anyone, it is just a fact of human nature. In today's first reading from the book of Jeremiah that we read a few moments ago, as well as the reflection from Peter Kreeft, it really struck me that despite all that we experience, and maybe even suffer, we are called to do only one thing, that is to grow deeper in our relationship with God and be the shining lights, the true authentic witnesses of Christ that the Gospels call us to be. And this may seem as weak and pathetic to some, but that is how our God works. God's ways are not our ways. The things that the world view as irrelevant and useless God can use to show us the the way to heaven. A key example of this is in the gospel story of of the nativity. He came to this earth not in the form of a powerful military leader, but as a tiny, fragile newborn baby. Not in the warmth and security of a maternity ward in a hospital, but in a stable for animals among the filth and dirt. He did not possess the wealth and riches that the world had to offer because he was someone whom the world did not recognize or appreciate. He was God. He is God. Nothing is impossible to God. And for a world that is crying out for the light of Christ far more than ever before, each of us possess the answer, but it is up to each of us to choose it. That is, to choose Christ and his ways and follow him regardless of the consequences. The only way we can do that is by listening to Christ, truly meditating on his word and letting it touch us to the core so that he directs our thoughts and actions. And the actions are equally as crucial because we must go outwards with the gospel. We are to go out to a dark world that is crying out for the light of Christ. It is up to us to do it. Christ is asking us to follow him and to trust, even when we do not understand, but to do it all with love. Nuclear weapons will not affect the world as much as our personal holiness. So trust only in God. Be nourished by him through the Eucharist, his word and the sacraments. And follow him into the world so as to be the true agents of change. Do not be afraid.